Hi friends, welcome to the Unshakable Grace podcast. I am your host, Jamie Lopez, mom of two beautiful girls, criminal justice graduate turned entrepreneur and a huge personal development and growth junkie. This podcast is for people who want to change their lives, know they are meant for more and are ready to create a life by design. My mission for this podcast is to inspire and motivate you to step outside your comfort zone, take action, do the work to build your confidence and work on your mindset to become unshakable and live a grace-filled life. We will grow together through weekly episodes dropping Tuesdays where we will talk about life, we will talk about love, business, mindset, and all sorts of things and hear real life stories that will inspire us to take action because as the saying goes, we are what we listen to. And as my favorite mentor Jim Rohn would say, for things to change, you have to change. For things to get better, you have to get better. For things to improve, you have to improve. When you grow, everything in your life grows with you. So with that said, strap in, hang tight, and trust the magic of new beginnings. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Unshakable Grace podcast. I am so excited to be back today. For those of you that follow me on social media or you've listened to pretty much every single episode or you've listened to the last um, not so much a so-called episode, I guess, in this case, it was just like three minutes, I think four minutes, somewhere around there. Um, You know that last week there wasn't an episode. I had just got back a few days prior to that from a mission trip out in Honduras, and I basically dropped the ball. I thought I had a pre-recorded episode for last week, and I didn't, Um, and I just had so much going on. On top of that, I felt so sleep deprived. I felt um, extremely exhausted. And if you have ever felt that way and you know you're tired, you're sleep deprived, you know that creativity is just not your thing, right? At least it's not for me. When I'm tired um, and I'm burned out, I just, there's nothing like the juices are not flowing, nothing comes out, right? So, Last week was definitely a week where I just needed to give myself some grace. I needed to spend time with my children, with my family, and kind of just get back on track. Um, Plus, on top of that, of course, I had, you know, like laundry and cleaning and grocery shopping and just all the mom things, right? And so anyways, um, I had come on here just to kind of let you guys know that there wasn't going to be like a true, true episode. Um, so if you listen to that, you already know what's going, um, what what was going on and what is, you know, today's episode, um, all about. So today I, I really wanted to come on here and just kind of share my experience, um, because it was my first mission trip and not only was I extremely excited, um, and also very honored and blessed and so grateful to, have been on, you know, on that mission trip. I was beyond grateful to every single one of you, of course, that helped, you know, make that happen. Um, But I was also very humbled and there were so many reminders that came out of that experience. And so, you know, just the last weekend, I kind of took some time to ask myself some questions that I, you know, I figured I come kind of come on here and just answer those questions for you, right? So um, first things first, let's just jump right into it. So one of the first things that I want to share is, you know, like, what was my motivation, right, for going on that trip? And what were like the goals that I had set for myself? So to begin with, um, the motivation that, you know, that I had for going on that trip was, for one is I've always been kind of like a giver. Where is it that I can help? And 
I feel that it's so easy to be able to say like, you know, here's the money when you want to help other people, right? Like here's the money, but we never really make the time. And so for me, my motivation was really, you know, to put myself out there in, you know, kind of like this uncomfortable situation, something that I had never done before. And what motivated me was the, for one, it was Honduras. It's the country right next to the country where I was born. Um, And then two, it was just something that was kind of put on my heart, right? And it was with the church that I attend, you know, and so there were so many things that were kind of falling into place that kind of just led to that motivation of like, you know what, let's just do this. Um, Let's be of service and have that, you know, uh, servant heart. So um, a lot of it really just was just to put myself out there and kind of immerse myself in the culture that I kind of thought I already knew, you know, because of being from El Salvador. Um, So yeah, there was just that, right? Like the motivation of being of service to others and doing a good deed. And as far as like the goals that I had set for myself were really just to be completely present being of service and understanding, have empathy, and just kind of, you know, how can I say, like, really just be present and be there for the people that we were going to, to, you know, to help and to serve and to try to either leave an impact or make a difference in their lives, right? So what was it like, you know, preparing for the journey? Um, that part was a bit scary because if you're anything like me, I mean, I live in, you know, Northern California, I'm like central of San Francisco and Sacramento, and I will take a trip down to Southern California to visit my parents and I could leave on a Friday and come back on a Sunday and I will still pack a whole luggage. (laughs) I, that's no joke. Like a full blown luggage. Right. And so packing for a mission trip knowing that I only had a backpack and a carry-on to take with me was kind of probably one of the scariest things because I had never packed packed that way. And so um, I know that to some of you that may seem pretty funny, but it was kind of one of the things that was really stressing me the most. I was like, how am I going to make, you know, an outfit for every single day fit and, you know, shoes and skincare and like all the things right that we as women need. And so um, I'd have to say that thanks to Google, I was able to make that happen. And it really does come down to like necessity. Like what are the things that you, you know that you're actually going to need And what are the things that you know that you can certainly leave behind, right? And I really had to remind myself that this is not like, you know, I'm not going over there to impress anybody. I'm not going over there to show up with, you know, my fancy clothes and my fancy shoes and and any of that, right? So I really just took it down to like the basics and just packing what I really needed. Um, I didn't even take any makeup. I just took my skincare. Um, And so preparing for that, you know, that was kind of like the first part of it. As far as challenges um, and or uncertainties that I faced before departure, I will have to say that the challenges I just mentioned were just kind of like the packing. Um, But uncertainties, I'm not going to say doubt started kind of setting in before we even you know, took off. And I was really questioning, like, is this really something that I really want to do? And I think that 
a lot of that is just fear, right? Like fear starts kicking in and it wants to take over what we know we are capable of doing. And, you know, I kept doubting myself and am I really going to be of service? Am I really going to be of help, right? Because there was different activities that we were already scheduled to do, like help build, you know, a chicken coop and pour concrete and things that I don't even do here, right? And so I, it kind of started sitting in, like, am I really going to be of help? And so I'm not going to lie, it wasn't until we we got there that that kind of faded away. But the whole time, you know, as as we're traveling to the airport, as we're getting on the flight, all these things were just kind of running through my head. And one thing I will say is that no matter how scared or how doubtful you are of something, you still have to, you know, push through. You have to believe that what's meant for you is meant for you and the choices that you've made, the things that you have set yourself out to do, you will figure them out, right? So as far as like the feelings and the expectations, as far as feelings, I was very nervous. I'm not even going to lie. I was extremely nervous. I visited, like I said, as far as like the country and the culture, all those things, I I, I felt like I was actually going to be, you know, um, kind of you know, in my own culture. I mean, it's Central America, right? So I didn't feel like I was going to feel out of place. Um, But as far as feelings, they were, you know, some mixed emotions. It is another country, a country I had never visited. And I think that because of that, I was still a little sketchy, a little bit nervous. Um, Because even when I traveled to El Salvador, I've never traveled by myself, right? I've always gone with either my parents, um, or the last time that I went, like I said, it was my, my, like our entire family. It was my parents, my sisters, um, you know, it was George, me and the kids. And so I've never not had, you know, immediate family with me. And so I think that right there kind of made me a little bit nervous. Um, and I was obviously, like I said, nervous and I had fear about what I was literally about to embark and what these, what those next few days were going to look like. Right. So as we arrived to Honduras, um, I will say that the first, you know, impression I had when we landed, it was, it was so beautiful. Um, and it truly brought me back to like where I am from, where, you know, being in El Salvador, it really did feel actually as if I had landed in El Salvador. And it was kind of, um, even around the airport, right? It, it looks a little bit like rainforest and you know the palm trees and the greenlands and it's just so beautiful and of course the humidity is crazy um it's hot and so that I already expected which is another reason why I didn't pack a blow dryer or a straightener um because I knew I wasn't going to even use it right there was no point in trying to keep up with my hair if I wasn't going to get ahead of the weather anyway. So as far as like the culture and the people and their customs, I will have to say that as as far as all that goes, like I did not feel out of place. I felt like I was literally, you know, with my people. I felt like I was, you know, just a part of, of it all, right? And I think that what really helped me feel that way is that for one, I speak Spanish. So I was able to communicate and I was able to not only communicate, but be able to 
understand people on a deeper level, right? So the moment we landed and just, you know, people that you start meeting right off the back, um, you know, the pastors and just everybody, right? Like even from the uh, Lifeline group, it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. Um, And again, these are just incredible memories that I will forever cherish because I've made, you know, new connections with people that I would have never met um, that are completely from, you know, a whole different part of the world, a different, you know, country. um, And I would have never met or connected with them if it wasn't for, you know, saying yes to putting myself out there and going on this mission trip, right? So now let's talk a little bit about like the mission projects and activities, right? So um, some of the projects and activities that we were involved in, um, you know, were like, vacation Bible study with children. We also, like I I already mentioned, we helped to build a chicken coop. Um, and you know, the men, thank goodness, (laughs) the men are the ones that ended up doing the concrete work and the women on the same day actually ended up staying behind. And we ended up doing all the painting, um, you know, like painting the kitchen and the cafeteria for the children and stuff like that. So that was a bit easier. Um, but some of these activities and like the reason why we were involved in them. So for, you know, for example, let's talk about like vacation Bible study. For one, this is, we stayed at a lifeline Christian mission school. And so, you know, there's children, right? All day, every day. I mean, they're in school. And so it was just really really sweet to be a part of their vacation Bible study and have activities um, and just get to know these, you know, get to know the children. And so that was kind of like our first day there, like full, full day there. That's kind of what we did. And we were able to meet parents. um, And I was definitely put to the test on that day. Um, I was able to translate um, and be the translator for one of the gentlemen there. And I am not going to lie, like I have not been a translator in a very long time. So I was definitely challenged. Um, I was, you know, stepping outside my comfort zone, but I felt so good to have been able to help and connect. And even on the moments when I got stuck and I wasn't able to translate certain words, like even our body language, it's amazing how people understand even with just one word and your body language. And people will just connect with you. Right. And so that was a wonderful experience. Um, and then as far as like the chicken coop, I will have to say, at first I did not understand what the purpose of the chicken chicken coop was, but it was really wonderful to then find out that the whole purpose really of the chicken coop and the location of where it was being built. Right. First of all, it's one of the most impoverished cities there in Honduras where they have no way of getting water unless, you know, it's ordered um, and trucks have to come out and bring the water. Um, And like I said, just extremely impoverished. And so building the chicken coops was just a way to provide a resource to women in that area, right? To be able to not be so much dependent of the men and their husband and be able to have some sort of autonomy in the household, right? And to be able to, whether it's, you know, chickens or some sort of animals that they keep in the coop, to be able to either sell the eggs um, or sell, you know, the chickens 
and be able to make money. And like I said, have some sort of autonomy in the household, right? And not always rely on the men and to give them something to be able to to do. Because I think that at the end of the day, we all need to feel like we are a part of something, whether it's, you know, being a part of a team or you're, you know, you, you work for someone or you work with someone like everybody has that need to be a part of something or, or, or some sort of, you know, project or just something. Right. And so this was just really neat to learn that building that was just creating a resource for the women there um, to be able to, like I said, sell the eggs, even as simple as selling the eggs and be able to make a little bit of extra money, um, you know, to have some sort of autonomy in their household. So um, it was just really neat. We all came together, um, you know, to not only paint the pallets for the chicken coop, but to also do the work. Right. And so, but that was one, one of the days. And then on the other day, like I said, we ended up doing the women stayed behind and we ended up painting the whole, I'm talking about like the whole kitchen. Um, and then the outside cafeteria for the children. And when I say that that was extremely rewarding is because you know that these little changes make a huge difference in people's lives, you know, and for the children as well. Right. And I, I can't even begin (laughs) to tell you like how hot it was. There is no air conditioning. There is hardly any airflow, you know, in these, some of these areas. Um, I, I was really, I'm not even going to lie. I'm being super transparent. I was miserable. I think I was pretty much miserable almost every single day. And every single day I had to remind myself why I was doing it, who I was doing it for, and what the whole purpose of me being on that trip was. And the whole purpose, again, as a reminder, was there to be of service, to help others, to try to leave an impact, right, in the lives of other people. And so was it hard work? Yes, being on a mission trip is not a vacation, but it is so rewarding to see, you know, all the things that you go and, you know, you leave so much better. Right. So it was just really neat. There were so many different activities. I mean, that's just like three days worth. And then of course we got, um, to travel to a whole different city, which was like four hours to get there to be out in the heat all day. But it was beautiful because this was on, on a Sunday so many different churches from, you know, from local surrounding cities came out and they worshiped. We worshiped all day. Um, and the message was just beautiful. And again, it was just incredible to see like how many people are of service, how many people come together to try to change the world and change, you know, the lives of other people. So again, like I said, all the little things that sometimes we take for granted that we think are not going to make a difference are actually the little things that are making a difference and an impact in people's lives and the communities, right? So just super heartwarming. Um, For me, I have to say that every single day there was a lesson. There was something that was super rewarding. Um, One of the most heartwarming stories for me was actually on the first day that we arrived there um, 
when we landed, we we were picked up, we went to go have lunch, and then we headed to where we were going to be staying. And we thought we were going to have time, right, to kind of just settle in and relax. Mind you, we had been traveling since the day prior, which was on 4th of July, traveled all night. And if, I don't know if anybody is like me, but I cannot sleep on the plane. I, I don't know what it is, but I, it's so hard for me to fall asleep on the plane. It's actually really hard for me to fall asleep even in a vehicle. So I was so sleep deprived already when we got there and we thought we were going to have time to just kind of relax, you know, the first evening. Um, but we did not, we actually were scheduled to do house calls on the first day, um, and go pray over these families. Right. And when I say that we went in thinking that, you know, we were going to be leaving them with a little bit more of encouragement, you know, and praying over them, it's amazing what you get to take away with you. You know, every single family that we went and we prayed over, I felt like we left with so much more in our hearts. They are so, you know, they are so open. They open the doors to their home. They welcome you. They offer you, you know, food and drinks. And, and these are people that don't know you. But to me, the most just humbling and most heartwarming thing about that whole experience is that they have so little, but yet give so much. And when I say that, there was moments where, you know, tears were, would just flow down my cheeks. It's because you realize that the simplicity of life sometimes just brings people so much more happiness, right? And I can't even put it into words yet. Like I still haven't figured out how to put it into words, but just getting to know people that I, I, that are, you know, for, for us, for me right now in a whole different part of the world and getting to know them on a much deeper level and realizing that I would have never have met them if it wasn't for me being there on that day at that time. And I would have never heard their stories. I would have never heard about like the pain and the suffering and the challenges. Um, and still they, they, believe right that the best is yet to come and I don't know there's something about that whole experience like I said that I felt like I took away more than I actually gave and so every day every day was like that like every day was filled with again something rewarding and so at the end of the day the the best thing that you know that I that the, the thing that I would actually do is just just be grateful. And in the morning, be grateful again, right? That I woke up and I was there and, you know, we were there to serve and help others. And so anyways, I don't want to stray, but all I can say is that if you have ever like considered uh, going on a mission trip, thought about it, um, maybe you're the church that you're, that you go to and attend to, you know, offers them, um, or maybe you've already been on one, right? Like, I don't know, whatever the case is, just know that if you have not though, and you've considered it, or it's been put on your heart to serve and be part of a mission trip, I cannot like, I cannot even stress this enough, but I would encourage you, highly encourage you to, allow yourself and give yourself that opportunity and that experience because it is so rewarding. And again, I feel that you end up 
taking so much more than you actually give. Um, some of the, let me see here. I had some questions, but let's see, discuss any challenges or obstacles faced during the mission trip. To be honest with you, I don't really feel like we faced many, many challenges or any challenges whatsoever, other than, you know, some of the time, sometimes you just have to pivot, right? Like we had certain things planned and some of them didn't happen. We had to pivot and then go with other things, right? So that we weren't just wasting our time so that our time there was, you know, productive and it was worth, worth something, right? And so um, as far as obstacles, um, we thought that the one thing that was going to get in the way and that was going to interfere was the weather. We thought we were going to get rained um, almost every single day. And it turned out that we only got rain one night. Um, so the weather was on our side, right? And so we were able to pretty much pull through with everything that we had on the schedule. Um, because it, like I said, it only rained that one night. And for that night that it rained, we actually had already finished what we had, um, what we had on the schedule for that day. As far as, uh, let me see, reflect on lessons that I've learned. One of the really biggest things that I have taken away that has really made an impact, um, is just a simple reminder, right? That like, we are all humans. We are all people. We are all brothers and sisters. And, you know, being from a different part of the world doesn't really change anything. We're all going through pain and suffering. We're all going through challenges. We've all have either lost a loved one or going to lose a loved one, a loved one. And at the end of the day, the biggest thing that I have taken away is that, you know, we have so much more in common than we, than we know. And we would, know that if we actually shared more of our vulnerabilities, of our challenges, of the things that we are facing in life, right? And so it really just left an impact to me knowing that, you know, across the world, there's other people that are going through pain and suffering. Across the world, there's other people that actually have a lot less and they're, you know, basically they have more hope and more faith and they live a much happier life. And I guess at the end of the day, like, everything that you have is so irrelevant to how you decide to live your life, right? And everything that you go through and all the circumstances that you face in life are also irrelevant because at the end of the day, everything comes down to a decision, right? Like how you choose to live your life, how you choose to take every single day, you know? And so again, just so many like little nuggets and not, I'm not going to say epiphanies, but reminders of the things that I think we sometimes forget, right? Now, as far as, let me see here, like culture and um, the experience, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I did not feel like I was out of place. I felt like I was in my homeland. I felt like I was a part of Honduras people. <laughs> if anything, I was actually really happy, you know, not that I'm ever not happy or proud of being Salvadorian, but I was actually like so proud in that moment, in those days, like extremely, I, I don't think I've ever have felt this way, like extremely proud to be from a third world country. And not that I've ever hidden or omitted, or denied, or have ever been ashamed, like I have not, because 
I love our story. Like I love my parents' story and the struggles and how, you know, they came here and how they brought me here. I love that. Like I love sharing it with people. It's it's a story that I will never hide. But in those few days, for some reason, I felt extremely proud to be from another country and to be super relatable, you know, to this culture. So anyways, um, I really, you know, like I said, it's just been a very humbling experience and just, just so beautiful. And so again, if you ever have the opportunity to do a mission trip, do it because you're going to go through so much, not necessarily personal growth and transformation, but just little reminders that can change your life, that can change your perspective, that can change the way you feel or see things, you know, in your life. And I think that for us, because we have so many luxuries here, we have so many things, you know, at our hands reach and click and order and everything is like super fast and convenient and it's nothing like that over there, right? That we sometimes forget that not every part of the world has it that way. And it kind of puts us back in our place and it gives us perspective of what to be grateful for, you know, the people that we should be appreciating, what we have in our lives, the things that we sometimes complain about that we shouldn't, right? Because no matter what, it's still better than other people have it. So with that said, some of the things that were extremely eye-opening, obviously, it's something that I've already known that I think that so many of us already know is, you know, the, the, I, I feel like it's a global issue, but in some countries it's so much worse than in others. In some parts of the world is so much worse than in others, which is, you know, the, the amount of poverty that there is. Right. And it just makes me so sad to know that it, it just can get worse and worse in some of these areas. And so I don't know. It's so weird. Like I know that you can't change the whole world. You can't help everybody that you want to help. But I know that sometimes just helping one person can make a huge difference. And so for me, it was just realizing that if you can't do it with money, do it with your time. And so I don't know. I've kind of really do feel like this calling to do a mission trip, whether it's every year or every other year and just be of service to people. Right. Because I feel like the connections and the relationships, relationships that you build are so much more important than sometimes, you know, just monetary things. I feel that it's so easy sometimes to like sign up to donate every single month, maybe to provide for a child to do this, but then you have no connection to that person, right? Um, And we don't know what the circumstances are. We don't know what they're going through in their lives. We don't know what their life actually even looks like. So it's, it's so easy to get detached, but getting to know, but getting to know people on a much deeper, deeper level is just so different and so rewarding. And so again, if you have the opportunity to be a part of, you know, a mission trip going, whether it's with your church or whether it's signing up, you know, with, um, lifeline or different organizations, I would highly encourage you to do it. It's just, it's so different. It's humbling. It's eye opening. It's, you know, so rewarding. 
there is so much you take. And one of the biggest things for me too is the whole gratitude. Like I came back feeling immensely grateful for my life, for having air conditioning, for having, you know, both hot and cold water um, and water that I don't have to worry about, right? Like one of the biggest things in Honduras that they are known for is how dirty the water is, right? And how so many people have died because just from drinking the water. And so when I say that I came back immensely grateful with so much gratitude on my heart, it's because there are so many things that you will experience on a mission trip that only through the experience, only through being a part of something like this, will you come back and and have that gratitude. I think that even for someone like me that practices gratitude, being grateful for the things that I already have, it was still, you know, super profound to have experienced it and then come back and have a completely just different like perspective on it, like a much more serious and profound perspective on it, right? Because you you realize like just absolutely like how grateful and how good life is and the little things that yes we sometimes complain about have now become teeny tiny things that are actually things that probably don't even matter and so again I highly encourage you and one of the biggest things that I I will say is that I do want to say that my heart was and my heart is actually still beyond grateful for every single person who who was a part of and who supported and was able to help me make this mission trip you know possible and so with that said i actually wanted to take a minute here to just kind of give a huge shout out to a few family and friends because because of you, I was able to experience this. Because of you, I was able to be of service. Because of you, I was able to make these connections um, with beautiful people in a whole different country. So with that said, I just want to give a huge shout out to Eloisa and Tony Dieppe, Owen Sandy Ruiz, Stephanie and Bill Priost, Joanna, my beautiful sister, Heather Solomon, Nasreen Angoli, Rashmi Bisht, Gladys Hernandez, Teresa Concepcion, Kelly and Rick Montoya, and of course, the amazing, amazing, amazing church that I am a part of, um, Journey Christian Church, because of every single one of you, I was able to be a part of this incredible, like I said, experience. So, um that is it for today um i think i've you know shared you know I, I think that everything that was on my heart um i am still if believe it or not because i think we i we've been actually on the go 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 i am still actually processing everything and one thing that i will say actually that i have not touched on is the group of people that i went with obviously everybody, you know, from the church that I am a part of, every single person was meant to be there. And we were all so um, 
we all had just so much fun learning from each other and getting to know each other actually on a deeper level as well. So that in itself was also an amazing experience. Um, so anyways, with that said, you guys have an incredible week. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and I hope you have a great week ahead. Um, we will be here again next week. Um, and with that said, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please make sure that you do so. Make sure that you share it with a friend or two. Uh, make sure that you rate it, leave a review. Um, and if you're sharing it on your social media, make sure that you tag me at underscore jamie.lopez. Um, I will reshare your stories um, on my stories as well. So with that said, have a wonderful week and I will catch you guys on here next week. Cheers.